This is your podcast for all things refinishing. I'm Lane Ball with Zebras Before and After. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 29. Are you loving your neutral colors but thinking about stepping out and going bold? Well, in July, our theme for the Zebra Review was Going for the Gold, and today we chat with our winners from the contest and not only hear about their winning pieces, but we also talk to them about when to go bold. We have a little surprise for our July featured artists, Jen and Amanda with the Vengeance Sisters. Danielle with Pottery Barn shares a great tip on sanding, and we'll find out what Haley with Furniture Flipping Nurse, Kirsten with Red Pen Refinished, and Julie with Jewels Antiques are working on in their studios this week. Stay with us. We have the inspiration, fun, and community that will platform your day. You know, I was thinking the other day, we haven't checked in with our good friend Shortcut Eddie in a while. You know, if you remember, he's a great guy who is fairly new in furniture refinishing, but has one big downfall. He takes shortcuts in the refinishing process, and although we like to find ways to be efficient, sometimes taking shortcuts just doesn't pay off. Let's check in on him today and see what he's up to. That's it. I think I'm finally done. I'll be right there. Hey, Shortcut Eddie, it's been a while. We thought we'd stop by and see how your refinishing is coming along. Well, howdy, Lane. You're just in time to see my latest project. I decided to go real bold with this one, plus using the method of distressing on this piece. Well, you must have heard the Zebra Review September contest, Distressed is Best. Sounds cool, doesn't it? Yes, it does, and yes, I did. And I really wanted my piece to stand out, and I think I achieved my goal. Sounds great, Eddie. Let's see what you've done. Well, here it is. Doesn't it really stand out? Oh, my, Eddie. It certainly does stand out. It sure does. Now tell me, doesn't that piece scream, look at me? Unfortunately, it does. Uh, What do you mean, unfortunately? I wanted this piece to be bold with a distressed look and for people to notice it. Don't you think I achieved that? Well, yes, you did. But I think they'll be looking for the wrong reasons. Uh, What do you mean? Well, first of all, the colors you chose don't really complement each other. And it looks like you used neon colored paints. I sure did. I was going for that bold, bright, and vibrant look, and neon colors seem to do just that. Well, it does, but there's a balance. I mean, you don't want to use those types of paints just for the sake of going bold. There are times when we can take it too far, and although I am all for innovative creativity, this is one of those times, I mean, it looks like something a bit out of date, shall we say, like an old 80s music video, unless that's what you were trying to achieve. Actually, no, but now that you say that, it does have that look. I guess I should have thought this thing through. Well, and why are there chipped and cut marks all over the top and sides? I figured if I was going to go distressed, I should go all the way. I also thought the easiest and quickest way to distress something was to rough it up with my hammer to make some dents and use my handsaw to create some rough marks. Eddie, listen, that really isn't what the distressed look is. A distressed look should show some aging, but with a nice, authentic, weathered look. Yours looks more like you went for the destroyed look. Oh, man. So what am I supposed to do now? 
Well, make sure you listen to this week's podcast. The winners of July's Zebra Review are going to have a panel discussion on when to go bold. Plus, you should take a look at our Instagram page for excellent examples of distressed pieces from some very successful furniture finishers. Oh, wow. I will definitely have to listen to the podcast and check out the Zebra Instagram page. Good deal, Eddie. I mean, shortcut, Eddie. Yes, sir. That's my name. Slow the time down if possible. Wow. It's the first day of September, and it was just over a month when everyone was tuned in to the Summer Olympics which of course was our inspiration for the July theme of going for the gold. Today we hear from our gold, silver, and bronze winners. Since our theme for July was go for the gold, inspired of course from the Summer Olympics in Japan, we will announce our winners accordingly. Tracy with TG Vintage Design wins gold, Katie with Sincerely Katie K wins silver, and Vanessa with Zola and Luna wins the bronze. Congratulations winners, well done. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Listen, I wish we could award you guys with medals as well, but I think when it's all said and done, you will be content with your prizes from our terrific sponsors. Absolutely. Tracy with TG Vintage Design was not able to make our podcast, but did record a short segment about her gold medal piece. And we'll play that shortly. But before we do, I'm eager to hear if the timing was just spot on, meaning you guys were already planning these colors or the theme inspired you to go with golds and yellows. For me, it was almost like a layup. Uh, I had done this piece actually back in March. I had picked up the color from Melange Paints and knew that I wanted to, um, you know, eventually use it on a piece. And so um, when this theme came up for, for July, I just knew that I had to uh, enter my piece for sure. Yeah, well, it sure certainly was beautiful. What about you, Vanessa? Thank you. <laughs> for me, it was a happy coincidence because um, when they announced the theme, I had already planned that I was going to do a yellow piece because I came across that wallpaper I used on the doors. That's how it just all worked out for me. Happy coincidence. Very much so. Well, we're glad you guys definitely entered and participated. It paid off. Um, listen, I wouldn't be me if we didn't find out a little bit about where you both live and have you give us a weather report. Let's start with Katie. Katie, you live in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yes, I am in uh, New Milford, Connecticut, which actually is in the northwest corner. We're pretty much um, close to New York City. We're about an hour and a half out of New York City, um, right on the New York border. So it's been a beautiful summer. Uh, we haven't had, you know, the really super high temperatures that we've had in the past. It's just been a really enjoyable summer. And today is gorgeous. This is probably going to be one of the hottest weeks, um, I think, of the whole summer. It's supposed to be in the 90s. Um, but that's all right. We'll take it. You know, it's going to be snowing before we know it up here. I know. That's the right perspective because uh, winter will come quick. Yes, <laughs> it always does. Well, I'm glad you guys have had uh, a good summer. And yeah. I bet it will be beautiful in the fall. It always is. It's like that is something that, you know, you can almost always count on up here in the Northeast. It's just gorgeous fall. So probably beautiful. And what do you what's like? What's the average fall temperature like 70s? That type oh, of? Oh, no, probably 60s. Really? 50s, 60s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crisp. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's nice, though. It's really nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
So Katie, are you from Connecticut? Not originally. I'm actually uh, from Maine. I moved here in 2008. I met my husband actually in Maine when we went to college up there and then uh, moved here with him in 2008. So he's originally from Connecticut. So uh, we kind of had to decide, you know, are we going to live in Connecticut or Maine? And well, I didn't win. So So, like, I'm curious because, you know, you mentioned you're, I think you said an hour and a half to New York. Yes. Okay. So what's the drive time to Hartford? Hartford, it's about the same, actually, just sort of the other direction. So, yeah, yeah, it's a little over an hour. So where do you find your furniture pieces? Because you, I would imagine you've got a lot of options. We do have a lot of options. Um, I would say the number one place, like most people most likely, is uh, Facebook Marketplace. I don't know if it's just where I am, but I feel like we're in such a disposable society right now and people just get rid of things. It's like incredible the pieces that I've been able to pick up for very, very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And I also have, you know, gotten pieces from family members or side of the road. <laughs> Those are always good. <laughs> and then also we have a local um, Habitat Restore that I go to very often actually and pick up pieces from there. So they get some incredible donations, you know, again, being so close to New York City, um, a lot of people come up from New York and they mm-hmm. get some really nice donations. So it's a good thing for me. <laughs> I, you know, I can't imagine. I've said this before in the podcast, but I've never been driving down the road and, and have seen a really cool piece. On really? This never. Yeah, of course. Now this is the South and yeah. maybe, maybe that happens in Charlotte, but, you know, we're north of Charlotte about uh-huh. an hour. And so... You know, it's more of the cornfields and that's that sort of thing. I think most yeah. people uh, shift their furniture, maybe maybe from the house to the barn. I don't know, <laughs> but they're not yeah. sticking it at the road. <laughs> right. Yeah. That sounds it's really wild. Cool. Yeah. So, Vanessa, you live in Wisconsin, I believe. Yes, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm about 10 minutes away from the Illinois border. Just to put things in context in my head, so north of you is Milwaukee and south of you is Chicago? Yes. So we're conveniently in the middle. We're like 45 minutes away from Milwaukee and then an hour and a half away from Chicago. Wow. So you're yeah. a lot like Katie. I mean, you've got a lot of options with, uh, you mm-hmm. got some big cities close by, but you're not like smack in the middle of the city. Yeah, it's really nice. And then I'm also on um, Lake Michigan. So oh, it's nice. really nice summers over here. Yeah. So what has your summer been? Have you have you found, like, Katie, it to been a little bit cooler than normal uh, in the summer? No, actually, I felt like it was hotter this year than mm. last. Um, and it's been really dry, too. We haven't gotten a lot of rain, with mm. the exception of this week. It's supposed yeah. to be rainy all week. So. Well, you're probably welcoming it if it's been dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our grass and flowers really need it, so I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way it's been down here. It has been exceptionally dry until actually last week. Uh, I believe it was when the tropical storm kind of came through uh-huh. and um, did some damage in some areas. Uh, actually, no, that was actually a couple of days before we had some bad bad weather. But anyway, that, that rain was so welcoming. And mm-hmm. isn't it amazing how quickly the flowers and the grasses uh, oh, yeah. change overnight? Uh-huh. <laughs> Big difference. Yeah, I love that. So are you like Katie? Do you mainly go to Facebook Marketplace? Uh, Yeah, that's where I get a lot of my pieces, but 
I've had a lot of luck getting them on the curb as well. And that's, yeah. that is my preference, <laughs> not only because it, you know, it's free, but also because you know that you're saving a piece from the landfill. Yep. And that's yep. usually my thought process when I'm driving by and I see a piece, even if it requires a lot of work, I immediately think if I don't get it, nobody else will. And yeah, that's usually my goal to save a piece from ending up in the landfill. You know, and the thing about it is, is I, I, and I have to say just, you know, from all the furniture pieces that, that we've looked at and enjoyed seeing, some of the most beautiful ones are those that were the worst off. I yeah. Mean, you know? uh, yeah. The most dramatic transformations are those. And that's what you guys are so good at, taking, having vision, seeing these things on the side of the road and, you know, making something that was headed to the landfill a beautiful piece in somebody's entryway or in their dining room or their bedroom. Absolutely. Well, you know what? July was a pretty bold theme, and it was only appropriate with the Olympics as our inspiration. Listeners, stay tuned because after we discuss their pieces, we're going to have a panel discussion on when to go bold. Also, you can see these pieces by going to our enjoyzebra.com site and scroll to the bottom and click on podcast. Well, Tracy won gold with her antique dresser. I believe this is an Eastlake dresser. This really is quite beautiful. Tracy, you did an amazing job. Congratulations. If you would like to follow Tracy, she is at TG Vintage Design. Let's take a few moments to hear from her. Hello, Tracy from TG Vintage Design. I just wanted to pop on and say a quick hello and a thank you, or as we say in Ireland, Gurv Mila God, to everyone involved in the Zebra July review. It was an absolute honour and a huge compliment to be among the winners. Um, Katie and Vanessa's pieces are absolutely beautiful. Love them as well. You know, it was a tough, it was a tough, it was a tough one. <laughs> uh, anyway, my piece uh, I bought from a lovely man down in Higgins Beach in Scarborough, Maine. It had been in his family um, for many years and it was actually his grandmother's. So I prepped it like I would all other pieces. Uh, this one though had about 33 <laughs> layers of paint on it. So when I removed the green, I found purple. And after the purple, I found red and red, yellow and so on. I was getting to the point that I was actually thought I was going to find like a leprechaun and a pot of gold under it. And, you know, in a funny way, that is ultimately what I found um, with you guys in the Zebra Review. It's like a little pot of gold. So thank you so much to everyone involved. Really do appreciate it. Um, for me and my family, it was, it's been fun, so it has. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Really nice job and congratulations. Katie, you won silver. You went bold with this little desk, and unfortunately for many, I'm sure they noticed your little phrase written on your latest post that said, not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> this sold not long after you posted it? It did. Actually, I had many people messaging me about it, um, and I am so happy because Actually, one of my very dearest friends who's actually lived out of state now for a little over five years actually bought it from me. So um, it just it means so much more to me knowing that somebody so close to me is getting to enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah I nice. couldn't ask for better. Yeah, that's sweet. Now, tell yeah. us just uh, since, you know, our listeners hopefully will go check this out if they if they're not aware of uh, all of these pieces, as I mentioned earlier. But if you don't mind, describe what this piece looked like what you, and then tell us what you did with it. Sure. So I 
have a thing for mid-century modern uh, furniture. It's just my favorite type of furniture to work on. Though this piece, I wouldn't say um, was that style. It sort of reminded me of it. Um, mm-hmm. Those sort of round legs. Um, and it really caught my eye on Facebook Marketplace. So I messaged the girl and went and picked it up almost immediately. And sort of to my surprise, it was actually not even real wood. I think just the legs on the piece were. I think it was maybe a piece that she had gotten from Wayfair or something like that. But I knew that just because, you know, it wasn't solid head to toe, we could still do something with it. It had um, really nice character and bones. I was inspired by a piece that Danielle from Soulful Collections had done. She had used uh, Bohemian Gold on a dresser, and it just had stuck with me, and I knew that I wanted to use that color. Um, so I ordered, uh, I ordered it up from Melange Paints, and when I got that piece home, I just knew that that color needed to be on that little piece. Um, for me, you know, I don't... <laughs> When I try a new color, I try to do it on something that's a little bit smaller, um, that's not for a cus- you know, a specific client or a customer. Mm-hmm. And so it just it just worked out so well, um, and it looked amazing on this little piece. And I had the cheetah knobs to go with it that I had found. Um, I think they were from TJ Maxx, and the whole thing just came together so nicely. So um, I couldn't I couldn't have been happier actually with the way it came out. So. Yeah, you say it came together nicely, and it did for sure. And yeah. I have to say as well, you're staging, you know, because like you've you. got this really unique piece. It's really bold. Did, was it hard to stage it, or did you really like? Oh, this is a breeze. This is fun. For that one, actually, was really fun. There are some pieces for sure that I struggle with staging, but that one. These are the things that keep me up at night. Um, I'm sure, Vanessa, you can uh, relate. It's like it just was something that I knew I wanted. I had um, that sunshine. It's actually a piece of wrapping paper, um, and I knew that it was just going to just, you know, coordinate so well with it. So I framed up that piece, and then I had a few, you know, little brass pieces that I had been collecting through all my little thrift shop finds. And so it just kind of all came together, actually. You said you had wallpaper and you framed it. Yep. That's Simple really cool. That. Yeah. And what a, what a neat... Now, now, did your friend who bought the piece of furniture, did she say, got to have the uh, framed wallpaper too? <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> I gladly would have given it to her, but no, she didn't. And actually, I've switched it out a few times, actually, with other, other pieces that I've used it uh, the frame for, so... That's a really cool idea for staging. You know, I hope yeah. uh, our listeners uh, really caught on that because that's uh, that's a really neat tip. And it's you know it's an inexpensive way to um, you know change up your decor and your staging. So yeah, I've heard so many people talk about the fact that uh, you know when they've refinished a piece and then they stage it, that a lot of times customers will say, you know, I want the piece, but I'd also like to buy the the, the staging props too. Do wow. you guys ever get that? Yeah, I've gotten that before. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I had a customer ask me if I was also selling a vase and the pompous grass that I use for my staging. <laughs> and I told her I wasn't unfortunately selling it, but I did tell her where I got everything from. Yeah. I take it back. I had done um, a piece for a client, and um, 
I had ordered a print off of Etsy and it just said um, Brooklyn on it. And they are, they have a home in Brooklyn. So he wanted to know where I got the print and I actually just ended up giving it to him because I'm sure I'll never probably use it for anything else. Um, so that's, that's the only time that that yeah. happened. But, what a yeah. kind gesture. You just gave it to him. Yeah. I might, I might've said, yeah, double the price. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually, he's actually one of my very loyal uh, clients. He's oh, had okay. uh, three pieces from me, so this is the least I could do. Uh, absolutely. That was yeah. a very wise decision you made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this piece really turned out lovely. Thank uh, you. Share your Instagram account with our listeners so they can follow you if they aren't already. Sure. It's um, sincerely underscore Katie K. Now, are you also on Facebook or just primarily Instagram? I do have a Facebook account as well, um, and it's the same name. Okay, very good. Yeah. Well, Vanessa, you as well did a phenomenal job. Congratulations on winning bronze. Thank you so much. It's a big honor. I have a quick question for you guys. Has anyone here thought of ever using the color from Melange Paints called Bohemian Gold? You know, it's a really pretty bold yellow gold. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> you, you used Bohemian Gold too, right? I did. I was going to say, just like Katie, I also use Bohemian Gold. It's such a beautiful color. I think there's yes. a conspiracy theory going on here. Did you guys talk about this? <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> I, I just going to say it's so cool to see. I mean, you could obviously go to the paint uh, companies and see, you know, colors on different pieces. But just, I don't know, it's really cool to, to, to learn that you guys use the same color in the same contest and you both won awards. So Bohemian Gold is a hit. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. That is a testament to, to Morgan and all that they absolutely. do at Melange Paints for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Vanessa, tell us about describe the piece in case you know some folks are driving or maybe they're working so if you don't mind describe the piece and then tell us what all you did to it yeah so it's a tall uh, chest of drawers it's um an antique that i decided to paint bohemian gold by melange paints like we just said and i'm not gonna lie when i first applied the first coat i was very intimidated by the color and not just because of how bold it is but we all know that the first coat of paint is the scariest. <laughs> so <laughs> I did remind myself of that and I decided to, to keep going with it. And I'm glad I did. Um, I bought the piece off of Facebook Marketplace. And usually when I buy a piece, I don't know what color I'm going to paint it until after I buy it and think about it a little bit. Maybe get some inspiration off of Instagram. Um, but when I bought this one, I bought it with the intention of painting it yellow. My inspiration was the wallpaper that I used on the inside of the doors. Yeah, I usually don't gravitate towards bold colors, but that wallpaper did push me to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah, that wallpaper was a huge inspiration. Now, did you, where did you get the wallpaper? Had you ordered it or did you find it like at TJ Maxx, a place like that? I got it off of Target. Well, isn't it funny how you can just take one thing uh -huh. and it just provides so much direction on a piece? Yeah, the wallpaper also kind of directed me on where to go with the poles. It, the dresser originally had wood poles, but I switched those out for uh -huh. some small white ceramic ones. Yeah, wise decision because it just it just balances it out really well. Mm -hmm. Now, was there structural repairs you had to do to this? No, this one was actually in really good condition. So all I really had to do was sand it down and then on the inside apply a fresh coat of stain. Mm. So this was a uh, more of a cut and dry 
uh, yeah. piece. But uh, so, how many coats did you end up putting on this of the paint of the Bohemian Gold? <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I believe it was six coats. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had the same. Um, I think mine was probably around. And that's a very common thing with those highly pigmented colors. It just naturally takes more coats. Um, uh-huh. Same thing with reds um, and oranges. It's just kind of the nature of, of going with those bold colors. So if you're going to you know, use them, you kind of just have to be prepared for that. Um, yeah. But just trust the process because with each, each layer and each coat, um, it just brings that color obviously to life so much so much Man, better so how do you guys know when to stop though i'd be like well you know what it's so beautiful at six i'm gonna add a seven <laughs> you kind of have to force yourself yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. as much as i enjoy it i gotta make money on it too right, yeah, right. <laughs> now, yeah. is this uh is this in your home vanessa or have you sold it no i sold it um it took about two weeks or three weeks to sell it's not too bad. I mean, yeah, especially not, not for a, a bold, you know, piece like that. Yeah, I but, know it's not everybody's cup of tea because not everybody's looking for a bold statement piece, but I knew it was going to sell. Yeah. Well, really nice job, Vanessa. So beautiful. Share your Instagram account as well with our listeners. You can find me at soul spelled X-O-L underscore Luna. Very good. Support for Zebra's Before and After comes from Zebra, the brush company that produces application-specific paintbrushes that will literally change your paint life. Whether you are painting a room, creating a craft, or refinishing a furniture piece, Zebra has you covered. Each one of our thoughtfully designed brushes has a specific purpose in mind, and each one is packed with unique and proprietary filaments that are smaller in diameter, allowing us to give you 25% more filament pack out than your standard brush. That translates to smooth finishes and fun brushing. Zebra brushes give you the opportunity to fill your work and guide it to your desired destination. Enjoy and paint on. It's time for our Zebra panel discussion. Today's topic among our Zebra Review July winners is when to go bold on your furniture pieces. This is really fitting since the winners went bold and it, of course, paid off on many levels. Going bold can be scary, especially if you are refinishing as a job. You may worry that if you go bold, it just won't sell. We are going to hear from Katie and Vanessa and gain some insight from them on how they know when to go bold on their pieces. I'm going to turn it over to you two to see where the conversation leads. (laughs) Thanks, Lane. Um, For me personally, my uh, go-to is almost always bold. If you look at my feed, um, I just prefer to use color over uh, neutrals. Um, The pieces on my feed that are white are most likely um, custom pieces that were you know, requested for me to to paint white. Um, I just love color. I love the uniqueness. I think that for me, you know, it's just different. You're not going to find these sort of pieces at a big box store or online. It's just, you know, and there are so many people I think out there that wish they could find something like that at a store. So I think... I don't know. I just, I prefer to go with bold colors. I never, 
am nervous. If you look at my feet, I just did a piece in bikini pink, and I don't think it gets much bolder than that. Um, <laughs> it, but I just had to have it. I had to use it. Unfortunately, I haven't sold it yet, but I know that the, the right buyer's out there somewhere. Does size not matter in this case for you, whether or not you decide to go bold? Does That's a great question. You? Right. You, you know, that's a great question. Um, I think there's a difference between, I mean, I guess you could sort of categorize bold as like, you know, bohemian and bikini. But then also I think of, you know, darker colors, I consider those sort of bold as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would have um, maybe put some of those really high pigmented bright colors on a, a large piece, you know, maybe a big dresser or something like that, unless it was a custom request. So yeah, I think that the size probably does sort of come into play for sure. Yeah, I know for me, I typically tend to stay more neutral. Mm -hmm. um, this yellow piece that I just did was my first bold piece and it was really outside my comfort zone, but it did kind of open my eyes to the beauty of yeah. loud colors. And how good did that make you feel, you know, and you oh, won yeah. this awesome award. It's like, right. it's you know, it's like you got to take it. Yeah. And it's like, don't be afraid to take a risk on something, especially my biggest thing is if it's a new color and you're not sure, you know, put it on something that's small, put it on something that you maybe didn't invest a lot of money into um, and just go for it because I mean you don't really have anything to lose and mm -hmm. you just never know you know what will come of it and, and you never know who's going to see that piece and have to have it you know yeah that's, that's kind of how I treat it my I'm, my work I know that one of the intimidating things for me is not knowing how to stage it okay uh, yeah that I know you said you didn't really struggle with your piece on how or well I'm referring specifically to the bohemian gold one right um but for me it was kind of challenging I wasn't sure what would go with yellow sure and that sort of thing so sure. do, do you have any like tips on what you do um I my general rule with staging for me personally is always less is more especially with a bold piece you want the the piece to be what is in the, you know, what people are looking at. And right. just don't get caught up in having all the right pieces for staging because um, I really do think less is more. Yeah, I guess you're right with this, you know, these sort of pieces, less is more. So yeah, you want that piece to speak for itself. You know, when you guys talk about uh, going bold and like, what are some parameters, like what are some tips and that sort of thing. But one of the questions I have with respect to bold colors is, and, and you kind of touched on this, I believe, Katie, but <clears throat> what would you guys really define as bold colors? Because, you know, we look at this bohemian gold and it's definitely a bold color. But what are some other colors? Because some listeners may go, like, I would never really thought black is a bold color. But would you classify bold or black as a bold color? Hmm. I no, would not. doesn't go there. No. No, I think black, especially right now, I think black is a very uh, neutral color. I think when you look um, at different designers and different, you know, home stores, black is definitely just it's everywhere. I mean, um, so no, I wouldn't classify black as bold technically. Yeah. To me, a bold color is like a jewel tone color 
or yep. like a red, orange. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is I would imagine too, customers, when they're buying these pieces, it's easy for them to think in terms of like, let's say if they've got a white room and they want something to pop in there and let's say it's a, a blue piece or, you know, I guess anything that's not white is going to be kind of bold in bold. that setting, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the other thing I was thinking of is what elements can make a piece bold other than just color? Like wallpaper, what about, would you, would you, for sure. Okay, cool. So wallpaper, what about hardware? Do you feel like hardware can, uh, like you could have a pretty neutral piece, but then you put some, uh, I don't know, some, I don't know, what do you guys call it? Bling? <laughs> Bling on the, <laughs> you know, um, you know I, does, would you classify that as also ways to go bold? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the knobs that I put on that little table, those are pretty uh, jazzy, bold uh, knobs. So, I mean, if you had put those on a, a black piece or, you know, a white piece, that could definitely, um, you know, make that piece stand out as being bold for sure. Or even when you have a, a just a raw wood furniture piece and you apply like a white knobs that makes it stand out and to me that's a subtle bold i guess i think a martha leone design i don't know if you guys follow her uh but she does a lot of phenomenal work it's mostly mid-century modern pieces oh great and she mm -hmm. does a lot of graphical elements on her pieces so she may have a lot of exposed wood but then she may have a really sleek design uh and it sometimes may just be a wide uh, a white swath of mm -hmm. or it may be another color you know, I think of a lot of times her pieces, uh, I don't know if she would classify them as bold, but I would I would definitely probably classify them as bold. But I guess a lot of it has to do with just your own personal taste and preferences. And sometimes when you step out of your your own style, that's bold for you. Totally. Yes. Like I would say a lot of the pieces that I do, I wouldn't maybe personally have them in my own home. Um but I know that somebody else would love to. So it's it's fun to sort of get out of character and just, you know, just go for it. It's, it's just, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Katie, you mentioned that, that a lot of your pieces are bold. Uh, just curious, just for our listeners, as they think about the options of going bold, do you, how long typically do your pieces take to sell, like on average? Right now, I think a lot of refinishers would agree that summer is typically kind of slow. On average, though, I would say within a week or two, maybe. Um, but then I've had a few pieces that have sat for months. Um, mm -hmm. It really just varies. Um, you just, the right person has to, to be looking, I guess, for that piece. And another little trick you can do, sometimes it just takes um, restaging. Like I had a small table that I, it was months and months and months and it just wasn't moving and I restaged it, I think three times. And on that third restage, um, somebody snagged it right up. So sometimes, you know, you can play around with staging and you know, that can make all the difference. Yeah, that's a really good tip as well. Now, Vanessa, you said your uh, winning piece, you said what, a, um, did you say it took about two to three weeks? Yeah, two to three weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't, to me, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah, to me, it wasn't bad either. I, typically, that's what it takes for my a piece of mine to sell, two to three weeks. Do I don't you, know if it's because of my location, but uh -huh. mine pieces typically don't sell that quickly. Do, do you find yourself like getting nervous after the first week? Like, oh my, 
uh, what are we going to do here? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, if anything, I was okay with keeping it because I loved it that much. So Yeah, that, that's pretty good, isn't it? You're like, I got a place for it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's okay if it doesn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I was totally fine with that, but luckily it did. And I think it depends, too, on how much space you have to store these things. You know, somebody who might be working in a small apartment or, you know, just even a small home, it might make a whole difference, you know, or a big difference if the piece sells or not. Um, For me, I have a pretty large unfinished basement. So, you know, if something doesn't sell, I could just (laughs) stick it down here. No big deal. So. So, so basically, you both have furniture stores in your basement? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, <Basically>. yes. yes. <laughs> Feel free to stop by. <laughs> and the garage as well. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's yep. pretty good. You know, yeah. it's, it's so funny because when you think about going bold and like when to go bold, I would suspect that a lot of it has to do with just your own personal taste and style. Yes. And, and the op- options of stepping outside of your kind of like the style that you've created and that you're comfortable with occasionally. Just like mm-hmm. Vanessa, you said you normally do neutrals, and the fact that you stepped outside of that comfort zone and tried something that was bold and different um, paid off, and it just continued to stretch you. And I don't know, I guess my question to you is, do you think you'll be doing a lot more bold, or do you just like the idea of integrating them into your, your normal neutrals? Oh, yeah, my next piece is actually a bold color, in my opinion. What yeah. color is that? It's a... Uh, it's magnolia green. I don't know okay. if you're familiar with that color, but it's a bright green. Yeah, oh, that'll be pretty. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's that's really just uh, broaden your horizons then, and and that's really the point, really, of of this discussion of, of when to go bold is just look, just step outside of your comfort zone and try some things because you may end up finding a, a niche that you didn't really realize that you had and a talent in another area. Really, when it comes to choosing the right color and choosing the hardware and wallpapers and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, I always say outside of your outside of the box is where all the magic happens, right? Yeah. It's like step outside and that's that's where the magic happens. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Well, uh so you guys are happy about these bold colors that you chose? No regrets. I would assume there'd be no reason for that uh except for maybe selling it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no regrets over here. <laughs> no regrets whatsoever. No. Uh, that's great. No. Well, with so many color options out there and many of them bold colors, it certainly is enticing to consider going bold, especially if you normally keep things neutral. Kind of fun to be bold now and then. We appreciate Katie and Vanessa sharing their thoughts on going bold. Congratulations to all three of our winners. And a special thanks for taking the time to allow us to learn more about your design decisions regarding bold colors. Again, congratulations and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lane. It's always a joy to highlight artists each month through our Zebra Featured Monthly Artist on our blog and podcast. For July, we featured Jen and Amanda with the Vintage Sisters. We always like to throw a little surprise into the mix, and this time is no different, as we have a few of the refinishing friends who want to congratulate them. Enjoy. 
Hey y'all, I'm Joe with click to restore and today I want to take a moment to tell you how much I adore Jen and Amanda's work from Vintage Sisters SK. So not only do I love all of their graphics, but the amazing colors that they pick for refinishing their pieces. Each one is so unique and refreshing. Well, I got hooked to their work when I saw the Grey Empire desk that uh, was not just a like, very well designed piece of furniture, but also fabulously staged. So if you haven't seen it or if you don't follow all of these girls then i would say that you must check them out to find your daily dosage of inspiration so take care and bye bye hi this is Kristen letka from shakto ontarius i'm here to congratulate jen and amanda from vintage sisters on being the zebra july featured artist of the month these ladies are top notch in the furniture flipping game especially with their styling and photography and when they're not painting they are baking and their baked goods look as good as their furniture Jen and Amanda, you know where to find me if you have extra cookies. See you guys. Hey, Jen and Amanda, it's Meg here. Well done on being July's feature artist for Zebra Paint. Oh my goodness, that is amazing and very well deserved. Your page and your work is just absolutely beautiful. And I just love seeing your posts whenever they pop up on my feed. Just well done and beautiful work. Congratulations. By the way, that was Meg with Lovely Jubbly Furniture. Today's refinishing tip comes from Danielle with Pottery Barn. Hi, it's Danielle from Pottery Barn sharing a furniture refinishing tip with you guys today. We recently painted a really intricate Jacobian buffet, but we left the legs and the base natural wood. We posted a video of the process and many people asked us about one of the products we were using to make sanding down those intricate legs a lot less painful. So today I wanted to share a cool trick with you and encourage you to give it a try the next time you're sanding down ornate or detailed pieces of wood. We purchased these inexpensive sanding mops, which you can find in our Amazon storefront if you visit the link in our Pottery Barn Instagram bio. They attach directly to your power drill, they come in different grits, and they get into the little crevices of detailed carvings and they save you a ton of time. I know the thought of sanding down the legs on a piece can sometimes be overwhelming, but these sanding mops are a saving grace and they're going to cut your time down significantly. So I hope you'll give it a try and uh, let me know what you think. Good luck. Great tips on sanding, Danielle. Thanks so much. It's time to hear what your refinishing friends are up to. Here are a few reporting on what they're working on in their studios this week. Hi there, my name is Haley and I am the face behind Furniture Flipping Nurse on Instagram. Um, to keep you up to date, what I'm up to this week is I am just doing the final finishing touches on a set of nightstands that I've been working on. I sanded them down to bare wood and stained them a beautiful antique walnut shade. Um, I painted the bottom half in the drawers in the shade Underground by House and Canvas. It's a beautiful army green and I used my Palm Pro to do that. Um, all that's left is to do a top coat and I'm going to put some wallpaper in the backing because there's a little shelf in these nightstands and then I've got to pick out my hardware. I'm stuck between some marble knobs or some ceramic knobs but hopefully we can finish this one soon. It's almost done. I can see the finish line. Other projects that I'm working on right now, I've got a tall boy French provincial that is just about ready for primer. Um, and then I've got this beautiful 
vintage six drawer dresser that I got for free today um, and I've just been working on some repairs that it needs it was free so you can expect there were quite a few repairs that need to be done before I can start painting this piece um, there was some chipped veneer and so I'll be painting the body in two of the drawers but four of the drawers I am going to be able to save and stain I'm going to do a white wash on those ones and it's going to be a very light toned piece and I'm very excited for that one I use painting as a sort of therapy and I brush all of my pieces so anytime that I can paint anything it just really makes me happy if you want to see more of what I'm up to you can follow my Instagram furniture flipping nurse and I keep you up to date on my stories on a daily basis hello I'm Kirsten from red pen refinished this week I'm working on finishing up a little custom piano stool that was previously painted pretty poorly I stripped the top and claw feet and sanded the drips off the base and then primed it and painted it using my zebra round brush with fusion mineral paint in chocolate. So I'll be staining the seat, getting the feet back on, and taking some pictures of that. I'm also working on a little custom secretary desk. It's got two coats of paint and I'm hoping to finish up painting it and staining it. Then I'll add a new backer board with the contact paper on it as well. Finally, I'm hoping to get my next custom dresser dropped off this week and start getting that prepped for paint. Thanks so much for asking me to share. Have a great week. Hi, this is Julie with Jewels Antique. This week I'll be working on two different projects. First being a small oak dresser that will be sanded down and a whitewashed using Shacto's Interiors milk paint. The next is another small three-drawer dresser that was previously painted. The paint needs to be stripped and I will be repainting it in a coral color using Melange Coral Cotta. Be sure to follow along with me to see the process and final reveals with me this week. Thank you, friends. Listeners, make sure you go check out their social media feeds. How many times have you picked up an old piece of furniture and wondered what the history was? If only these pieces could talk, right? Well, some of you have been more inquisitive and taken the time to do some homework to find out more about a piece that you have refinished and its history. These are incredible stories that need to be shared. We have created a new segment on our podcast called If This Piece Could Talk. You will enjoy hearing from your fellow refinishers talk about the history of a piece, whether it's about the style and how it developed, or maybe it's a sweet story about a piece of furniture built and designed for a loved one. We'll also talk to experts who will give us some insight on how to go about learning the history of a piece. As a side note, if you know the story on your piece and you think it's a perfect fit for this segment, send me an email at laneball at enjoyzebra.com. Stay tuned as we include these new segments in the upcoming podcast. When you hear the phrase furniture refinishing, you think of multiple things like painting, colors, exposed wood, all the hard work involved and the beautiful results. But I imagine many of you think of the word distressed. That's right. So much of furniture refinishing consists of distressing. That's why our September Zebra View theme will be distressed is best. That means you can enter any piece you have designed and refinished during the month of September 2021 that has been distressed in some shape or form. We have excellent prize sponsors like Country Chic Paint, The Lawless Hardware, Surf Press Sanding, and Zebra Paint Brushes. You can learn more about this contest on all of the sponsors' Instagram accounts or our judges' accounts. We only ask that you don't get distressed about distressing. Let's keep that to the beautiful results that distressing produces. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Zebra Blogs Before and After Furniture Finishing Podcast. Today's episode is also featured on the zebrablog.com along with contact information for today's guest. Your comments and suggestions for future episodes are always welcome, and we encourage you to share those by clicking on the podcast slide in our header at thezebrablog.com. That's zebra with an I blog.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and happy refinishing.